Smith Curb Comedy Network. Da 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 distraction. 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 Distraction. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Will, host of Distraction Podcast. Thank you for coming back. This is episode 11. If you don't know, if you, if you haven't been listening and just started now, this is the podcast where I teach you about some little overlooked everyday item that we've all come across and experienced, but don't think too much about where it came from and what the history of it was. And now I teach you about those little uh, garnishes, those little accoutrements in life. And today, actually, the suggestion came from my own wife, Adrienne, who uh, was cooking and accidentally cooked one of those weird little pads underneath the chicken, uh, the meat packs uh, that came out of the freezer. So if you get a butcher's tray and then there's that weird little pad underneath the meat, she was like, what the hell is this pad underneath the meat? And that is what we're going to talk about today, the weird little meat pad. So it's not as old as you think, this weird little meat pad, and they're actually called uh, meat absorption pads or meat absorption soakers. And so this was invented by a guy named Jerry L. Goodwin in 1988 is when the patent was filed. And so this the little, little thing that uh, you don't really think too much about and uh, was actually hard to find a lot of information on. But a guy named Jerry L. Goodwin created the pad that we are familiar with now that comes underneath. Did somebody mention a pad? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I just, uh, I've just been walking by here, and it seems like you, uh, you need to buy a pad of some sort. Uh, I definitely have pads for sale. I don't know what, what kind of pads, and, and, uh, and are you just a door-to-door padsman? Or oh, what? Of, of course, of course. Let me unbutton my big trench coat here. Oh, God, the pads are in the coat. All right, look at those pads. Yes, I have the uh, the water absorbent pads. I have a bachelor pad. I have any type of pad you need, my man. Ooh, uh, do you have uh, Padme? You have Padme Amidala? Let me see if I could reach it inside my pocket here. Oh, I do have a tiny little Padme. Oh, my God, that's awesome. I love, I'll take the Padme. $10,000, my friend. $10,000? I'm not going to give you $10,000. Hey, I, not everybody gets PPP. <laughs> what? Uh, you don't, you don't, you don't want to buy me? No, I don't. I don't want to buy you well, for ten thousand dollars. You're too little. You're well, not like maybe a like a half size Padme. Yeah, I'd buy for. Oh. Uh, <laughs> come on, come on, Padme. Let's go with people with money to spend. Okay. Are. okay. Yeah. Well, you came to the wrong place. Oh no, I'm very concerned for the health of that tiny Padme in your coat. <laughs> oh no, and I don't know. Is that technically tiny human? Human trafficking. I would you give you answers for money, but you didn't spend. I don't any. want. I don't think I want the answers. I don't know that. I feel like it's illegal, kind of a crime to be selling tiny little humans in your coat. Anyway, this conversation never happened. Uh, Jerry L. Goodwin created uh, the original meat absorption pads uh, that you think of that are in butcher trays at the bottom. So those, like in a, a tray of chicken or a tray of ground beef or a tray of steaks or whatever, that little weird pad underneath there was invented by a guy. Hey, what's Ro- up? I'm the tray of Johnson's. The tray of Johnson's? What does that mean? Yeah, I'm Trey Johnson. Trey, oh, you're Trey Johnson, not Trey. Oh, you're like doing it like medieval speak, like I'm Trey of the Johnson's. Yeah, my dad is Stephen of the Johnson's. Okay, so Steven Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't. Why did you? Uh, why did you come in? I mean, you know, I just, I just, I just, I heard my name, and I always feel like when people call my name, I just have to show up, even with my father, the Stephen of the Johnsons, and my mother. <laughs> 
I see Steven. Does Steven just roll in? Is this your dad? That's my dad's echo and shadow following me wherever I am because I just can't escape being of the Johnsons. <laughs> what? I, who? Are, what do you? What's your guy's deal? What do you guys do? My dad sells insurance. <laughs> Doom. <laughs> Doom insurance. Liability. Liability. Yeah. Listen, I am well covered, so I don't need any insurance. But I, I appreciate the thought. You could bundle. <laughs> I could bundle my. Now tell me, how much does that cost? God, even the spirit of my dad is here. Yes, oh, if you bundle home, car, and boat, you could save a bunch of money. About how much? If you don't bundle, you will experience doom. <laughs> no, Dad, I, you do this that's everywhere. Exactly how insurance is sold to fear, fear-based sales tactic. You know what? I am scared, but if do you think I could save ten thousand dollars? Over the course of a year? No. You don't think so? No? How much could I save? Oh, perhaps uh, 60 to $70 a month. Oh, shit. That's, uh, what is that, like 600 Dad, don't we still have to pay rent and stuff? No. Giving... <laughs> okay. Damn it. You I always was... do this, Dad, of All the right. Johnsons. Ugh. Thank you, Johnsons. Uh, you guys can exit. I don't think I'm going to buy insurance from you. I need to find a way to save $10,000 because there is a man selling a tiny Padme. And at this point, it would be more about saving a tiny little human being from a weirdo's coat than it is about... Buying Padme Amidala. I, I don't know where he's developing little humans or if he actually shrunk the actual Padme. But either way, I, that's in the back of my mind now. I'm concerned for it. So, Jerry Goodwin. <laughs> you said my name three times. Jerry Goodwin's here, baby. Oh, shit. This always happens. <laughs> Every podcast. Hold on a-, a second. Jerry's going to get fired up with this 80s style cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you, you do cocaine? Yeah, it's 80s, baby. How else do you think somebody like me would create a pad that absorbs chicken blood? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know. I Actually, it's great to have you here because uh, uh-huh. I don't know what the... Yeah, in- yeah. It was hard to find information on Ooh, you because you're... Yeah. you're it's probably not something you should dig around in. Well, I, I wouldn't be surprised that you had a dark history because... Ooh, it's pretty dark. So you did cocaine and came up with this idea yeah, yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you know... You could do cocaine off a lot of different things. You could do cocaine off of body parts. You could do cocaine off a table or a, or a, a, like a tiny like a, a like a tiny uh, uh, a shelf or something like that. But if you really want the good experience of cocaine, you need something that's gonna hold it in place, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so you made the yeah. you, so wait, you did cocaine mm-hmm, and yeah. the the idea for a meat absorption pad came from the idea of holding your cocaine better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because if you when you put the cocaine on there, it doesn't go anywhere, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a chicken, I think. Is it? Is are you a chicken? Oh my god, is that is that chicken high on cocaine? <laughs> yeah, baby, it's just some hooker I paid to act like a Jerry, good one. Get out. Oh, no, you said my name before time. I'm so concerned about the human rights violations that are happening. This is going to be 60 more dollars, Jerry. Uh, that if you got that insurance, if you got that insurance, he could save $60 a month and then afford that chicken hooker. Dude. <laughs> hey. Uh, Did you ask for Steve more Johnson. insurance quote? No, there's a guy out there who uh, who is the cocaine uh, up inventor of the meat pad. 
and he wants uh, he needs another sixty dollars to pay for his hooker. Hey man, I just heard more pad talk, man. I still oh. got these pads. Say right. a pad man. Dude, I'm gonna figure out how to get that that tiny little pad made by the end of the show. Somehow I'm gonna make ten thousand dollars. And I am going to get you that money and have me a little Padme. Hey, man, we'll have some over some Pad Thai. It'll be good. Okay, Pad Thai. He's got that in his coat, too. Yummy. Coat Pad Thai. So uh, he filed the patent in 1988 uh, for these square little meat absorption pads. And essentially, this meat absorption pad, we did an episode on silica gel packs with those little beads inside of beef jerky and stuff earlier. And so some of those pads are made out of silica gel like that. And some of them are made out of just straight up silica gel. Oh, is that the truth? It is the truth. Is that the truth that you bring in front of Silicon Joe? Oh, Silicon Joe. <laughs> that sounds like you come from that computer developing part of the country in California. Exactly. See, I, I hail from San Francisco. And when they see me come into the valleys, they get so scared that they start typing away because they're scared of <laughs> Silicon Joe. I just like uh I just like how your version of Silicon Valley are just a, a, a building full of stenographers typing away, making computer stuff. QWERTY means nothing when you have guns to type them with. You are huge. Yeah, do you need a body like that, that big to do a lot of coding? I mean, it seems like an over... I don't know, over-exaggeration. I like to scare the numbers into being correct in their language before I start coding. That works. What is the the numbers language? What is the... Like HTML or Java or C++. They don't like it when I show up with the muscles. Silicon Joe came to punch some buttons. Man, are you, uh... How's it going in your personal life, Silicon Joe? I feel like... I don't want to talk about that. I am going through something wrong. Yeah, I can tell. When you're, trying to, scare, when you're trying to scare computer code into submission, I feel like maybe you're a lonely guy. Hey, 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 hey. Is that why you've overcompensated by <laughs> on your body? Hey, you're hoping we, you don't to have to make comments about Silicon Joe's body. <laughs> no, I, body. You've got a beautiful body is what I'm saying. But no one's ever told Silicon Joe that. <laughs> you mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised you're not getting noticed. Are they not? Uh, I mean, I know it's a weird thing, but at your job, are there not uh, people who might be attracted to you? Or you could take. They're out? too scared by the way I scare code you into are, typing itself. They're scared of you for scaring code. That makes sense. It's the transitive property. I might put them out of work. It's these muscles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, maybe you should just like chill on the gym stuff. You don't have to overcompensate too much. They, like a, a person in the in uh, the computer industry or whatever. I have to stay here, don't you know? They took my last name and they gave me silicon at the beginning. I can't go back. Okay. All right. Now I have to go scare some Java. All right. Okay, <laughs> Silicon Joe, everybody. I, uh, you know. I've not seen a, a man that rippled and huge in the computer industry before, but I'm glad that there can be somebody like that. And so he filed his patent in 1988 for the, uh, the meat absorption pads, but I, in my research, and there's not much about this guy as we found out he's got a dark, weird drug history and was trying to hide his past from the 80s, uh, but earlier he had trademarked, now this isn't a patent, this wasn't an invention, but he trademarked the term chicken diapers in 1982. So, <laughs> so from 1982, he had the idea for the name 
and then didn't file the actual patent or make the invention until 1988. So there's a six year gap there, but he was definitely on top of being sure that he at least was referring to them as chicken diapers. I actually was the first person to call them chicken diapers. Oh, not really? again. You always bring this up every time we're out. Okay, I'm just saying that like if I um don't stand up for my beliefs and talk about chicken diapers, then somebody's gonna take credit for it again. We're Darren. gonna end up we're gonna end up on the internet again. Okay, it's, Darren, thank you so much. I know. So thank did you. you you didn't file a trademark though, Jerry Goodwin did. Okay, look, I'm doing a lot of things in my life and so I just didn't have time. Okay. <laughs> you had a lot of things in your life in nineteen eighty two? What yes. were you doing in nineteen eighty two? I was doing things like playing an Atari. <laughs> I was uh being at my house and smoking <laughs> cigarettes. Sure, yeah, they were um, healthy then. Yes, they were. They uh, still are. Okay, all right. No, I Darren, like there have been. I, so you like to acknowledge me now? You, have you have you done? Oh, oh, are you done? Oh, oh, we're gonna do this here in this place. I asked you to not do this, and then you oh, heard oh, the man's oh, name, and oh. then you needed to put yourself in front like you oh, always do oh, again. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Thank you for being a man and talking over me again. Thank you. Oh, Darren. thank you for having another ride that I had to go and pick you up from. <gasps> you do not talk about my inability to find transportation. Darren. Uh, it, it's <laughs> called getting on the bus and oh, having a dollar oh, twenty-five like in your pocket. Oh, okay. What am I supposed to do sit next to a homeless deer and come on now i'm i've i've been like working on myself i can't do that you don't know how to sit six feet all you need is six feet the guy said six <sighs> feet and you just needed body warmth well what am i supposed to do math now darren how many feet is six feet i feel like a, a woman who came up with the phrase chicken diapers could do math you know, I'm sorry. Are like you your being mind- a, um, oh, what is that? A misogynist over there? Can you <laughs> shut up for just a second? I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we went to brunch earlier. She had too many Bloody Marys. I'm <gasps> sorry. This usually happens. Too many? I'm sorry. Nine is too oh, many. Now. Nine is too many. You are drunk, oh. ma'am. Oh, you're saying Ma'am, you that. are drunk. You're oh, okay, a belligerent. You're so- oh. 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 Yeah. Yeah, you're drunk. Oh, okay. uh, now, are you remembering this right? Because oh, I oh, I'm sorry. Are two men trying to shut down my feminism over here? Stop <laughs> no. it. No, it's just I, I just I don't understand why if you're a man you can't just say things that are true. Uh, to a woman without it coming off as if you're... Oh, we don't want to go down this route. Maybe you can can woman-splain it to me. Oh, 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 you want me to woman-explain? Oh, so now you want to take your phrase, put my name on it, and charge me 72 cents against your dollar. I just want to know why why you have gin labels as pants when I bought you something for your birthday like you asked. Oh, because I want to have a Tanqueray label on my ass. Thank you. Okay, thank you for showing up. I will give you guys co-credit. How about oh, that? Oh, okay. You didn't file. Sure. What's your co-credit. name again? Co-credit. My name is Tabitha. Thank you. Okay, Tabitha. See, I didn't. It, we didn't. Did really, she really come up with it? Yeah, thing? Darren. We did you not name me? No, we just didn't need to be here today. I'm sorry. We just. She 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 smelled some of the alcohol here, and oh, she just kind of. She's like, my god. It's like a salt trap. I'm sorry. This is a witch hunt. <laughs> well, you said it, not me. <gasps> you said hunt, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go grab I'm gonna go grab a lift um. uh, Okay see you guys Nice to see you uh, So Tabitha and Jerry Goodwin Came up with the phrase chicken diapers Although nobody ever formally used that trademark term Because it is fucking gross 
but this meat pad, uh, filed in 1988, started to be added to butcher trays, the styrofoam trays underneath every kind of meat, like chicken and ground beef and steak. And the purpose of it, it's made out of, like I said, silica gel or uh, cellulose, like uh, paper material that's absorbent with a plastic lining with pores in it. Hey, it's- brother, it's cellulose Joe. <laughs> Oh, no, not another <laughs> cellulose Joe. Mm-hmm. How are you? We just we just met a silicon Joe. Yeah, right? yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a cousin. He's a cousin of mm-hmm. yours. Yeah, you should probably check in with him because he's got some issues. Oh, <laughs> he's oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'll be happy to do you that. You just call him today and just ask. He oh, seems yeah. sad. You can use your phone. Yeah, sure. Here you go. No, I didn't want to do it like in front of you. Oh, you don't want to call him in front of me? Oh, that's fine. No, No, that's fine. I just think. Yeah, but you can after the show's recorded, after the podcast, you can call him. Oh, oh, okay. I'll just sit here for a while, see if I fit in. We die like star six. Is that cellulose? Kinfolk. (laughs) Cellulose kinfolk, yeah. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. Hey, Joe, I heard you're having a tough. Oh, I mean, it's always a little tough for Silicon Joe. He's sad because he he does not have love in Sil- the Silicon you, Valley. Uh, you still have co-custody of kids? <laughs> no, you Silicon have- Joe only has Chris uh, two days out of the week. Oh. And Leanne decided to live in Texas <laughs> with her mother. <laughs> oh, no. oh, but how do you get Chris from Texas? He likes to take the flights because he likes to be an unaccompanied minor. I can't blame him. Okay. I don't blame him either. Cellulose, where are you from? Oh, uh, I'm from uh, Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So then maybe, I don't know, uh, you could go check in on Chris. That seems closer to Texas than well, San Francisco. Yeah, 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 yeah. Significantly closer. I could probably... Yeah. Would you be willing to check in on well, Chris? Well, you know, you get, you, get, you get to be my size and start making you get a belt extender and sit in two <laughs> seats. So it's just, it's not as easy to travel as you I, think it is, you I know? didn't notice. I didn't realize that, is it, if you have a lot of cellulite that's made out of cellulose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's how science works, man, man. I don't know. Okay, I didn't you notice know. you're very uh, bumpily. Like, you're a man of size, but, like, I can see through the, the yeah. strained clothes that you have a lot of, oh, like, it just yeah. looked like a lot of nipples yeah. all over your oh, That's yeah. the family thing. Mm. All the Joe family is very nipply. Uh, well, yeah, I can see yours protruding through your rippling pecs. And now I understand why you work on your body so much. You guys have body image issues in the Joe family. Because you could either end up like Whoa. this. End up, end up like this, he says. What? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm very proud of all my nipples. Uh, cellulose is beautiful, man. Why you got to oh, come I'm sorry. Me I'm sorry. I just, uh, I assume that maybe it was Just because the wife didn't agree doesn't mean that I don't in the mirror as well, I'm working I'm, on me. I interpreted it as a limitation when you said that when you get to be a man of my size, it's hard to go check in on your family. Well, I thought maybe that made you sad yeah, that no, it was just a, a barrier. It's just a factual opinion. I don't understand why you had to <laughs> okay. like extrapolate they some should... sort of body image. No, I out. guess I shouldn't have you extrapolated. Ju- You're right. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Joe, I, um, you pick up a new hobby or something, man. I'm worried about your mental health. You know, there's a lot about a lot of the reading I've been doing about men crying is pretty good. I just want to make sure you're getting some of them emotions out, my man. Oh, I've taken to an adult coloring book or two. Oh, All right. yeah. What, uh, what kind of theme coloring book you got? It's coding. 
Oh God, he's coloring his job. He's trying to, do you scare it into turning into colors? I tried that once, but it's just not a computer, Crayola and paper. <laughs> okay, good. Well, you guys go take the family. I'm glad we were able to have this reunion. And you guys were able to kind of come together here in this weird podcast studio. But you guys go Thanks out to the lobby. Thanks for making this safe space for us. You yeah, know. my pleasure. And I uh, apologize for insulting you about I your appreciate cellulite. it. Uh, so the point of these meat pads, these meat absorption pads or soakers, is to essentially soak up the liquids that naturally ooze out of meat and poultry and seafood over time. It prevents pooling in the package and it helps to keep the bacteria down in the package. It sucks the bacteria out. And so people are always confused about this thing because it's so gross when you eventually pull it out of the package and they're like, is this contaminating my meat? And a lot of people have According to uh, the U.S. Agriculture Department, USDA, and the Poison Control Center, a lot of people have called about the times they've accidentally cooked it, like my wife did, and they were wondering, oh, did this poison the food? Well, it turns out as long as the pad is not broken or perforated or torn in the meat at the time, that you should be fine. And even if it was cooked, uh, that the bacteria cooks out of that pad just like it would cook out of the meat. Uh, that the bacteria that was still in the meat. So you should be okay. Oh God, what is this? There's an explosion in the studio. Oh no. Hello? Somebody has broken a meat pad. (laughs) And I, bacteria, scarred of infection. Oh, God. Have arrived. Oh, no. Mm. Oh, that is, that smell. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, it is uncooked for sure. Get you a big well. No, Mm. (laughs) please do. Just stay over there. Don't contaminate this. Is this the the coat check room? (gasps) Oh. Oh, it's in my mouth. Oh, it's the wrong room. I put more of it in your mouth. No, don't do it. What happened? What do we do to get you out of here? What do you mean? I just got out. I don't want to go anywhere. No, bacteria. You gotta, you gotta leave. Oh yeah, take a look. I'm gonna do a little turn here. Tell me what you think of this chicken diaper. Oh no! Somebody get, somebody get the lice off. No. Get the lice. Have this here because of COVID. No. Oh, no. Like, how it feels nice. Oh, my God. That is the most heinous thing that's happened on this podcast. There's been a lot of heinous things that's happened, but that is the most revolting one. Uh, I don't think the smell is coming out of here. I When we built Red Curb, which is where we do this podcast from, there was a tank in the floor that collected foot fungus, like, after a foot, foot rub, and they spilled it as they're pulling it out of the out of the floor and we had to get barber side that blue gel to freaking take the smell out of this room i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry um i think i just saw a hate crime yeah yeah i hated it it, it was a crime I, um, okay, you mean you, in here or somewhere else you just you just lice all that poor chicken oh my gosh yeah no i did that was the disgusting like that needed to be disinfected immediately. If anything, Whoa, what it is coming out of your mouth? He needed to be disinfected. He's disgusting. He is chicken. 
I'm sorry. It was it was a sentient bacteria. I feel like was coming for us and slithering all over our studio. Coming leaving. for us and slithering. This is not the civil rights movement. Oh my goodness. I felt like that needed to be extricated as soon as possible. That Chickens be... deserve rights too. Okay, I'm not. You know what? I am not going to. Uh, pretend like this was a hate crime because it was not. This was absolutely self-defense. That Lysol came at that chicken like the hoses in the 60s. Oh, boy. Uh, that is not at all my intent. I don't think I can be persecuted. Well, what the, is it about pursuit. intent or what actually happened? Because that poor chicken has to go back home. How does the chicken, chickens don't have the same rights. They're, 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 well, how would you know they haven't been fighting for them for, I don't know, 500 years while we just turned them into 10 pieces? It's because they die so easily and are so tasty. Because do you not see, ladies, we need to call the ACLU. Oh my gosh. There's the, a lot of the chicken. The American Chicken Liberties Union? The American Chicken Liberties Union, yes. It was established <laughs> one year after the regular ACLU. <laughs> it's always, they're always getting confused, aren't they? Always. You don't want to get the wrong one, you know, when you're actually pursuing a if real If the World rights. Wildlife Foundation could take WWF from that rock and stone cold man, mm -hmm. I think we can get ACLU. I'm just saying. If my okay, name wasn't fine. Diane... Listen, I will donate because of my crime. I will publicly admit my fault in uh, destroying that bacteria-ridden chicken, and I will make a generous donation to the American Chicken Liberties Union. Thank you so much. You're Hashtag welcome. in in Salmonella in Salmonella in Africa. <laughs> and uh, you know what? That's pretty much the whole story of the uh, meat absorption pads. And that's it. They just uh, keep the meat fresh and uh, suck away bacteria. And don't forget to properly defrost your meat if it's in the freezer and peel those pads off. But even if you do cook it in the slow roaster or in the crock pot or the instapot or even bake it, it's going to be fine as long as it's not torn or broken up. And even if it is, they say like a little bit of if you eat a little bit of it, it's okay. It'll move through your digestive tract. It's fine. And bacteria probably baked out of it anyway while you were cooking it. So that is the story of meat absorption pads. For my wife, Adrian, and uh, all of you, you now know what it is. You know that it's all good. It's all safe. It's keeping your meat safe. And uh, thank you very much. Uh, I've been your host, Will. Your performers today were Chad Woodward and... Uh Hello. And Daryl Holland Jr. <laughs> What's up, everybody? And uh, be sure you're subscribing to all the great shows on Red Curb's Patreon page, uh, patreon.com slash redcurbcomedy. Uh, lots of good stuff for you. And thank you so much if you already are. Uh, your donations mean everything to us. It's helping us stay alive during the pandemic. And we'll see you next time on Distraction next week. Bye. Da -da 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 -da. Distraction. Da -da 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 -da. Distraction. Da -da 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 -da. Distraction. Da 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 distraction distraction Red Curve Red Curve Comedy Network <laughs>